Blog Talk Radio. It's time for Standing on My Soapbox, the daily rant and radio show. We talk about all of the good, bad, and the ugly of current events. Join your host, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. You, our listeners, are invited to call in and stand on our soapbox with us. Call 347-989-0126 between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday. That's 347-989-0126. Now, here are your host and creator, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Standing on My Soapbox. We hope you had a fantastic holiday weekend here in the States. I'm your host, Scott Fullerton, and joining me in just a couple seconds is actor and writer Craig Hurley. It is Tuesday, September 3rd, 2019. We have had some time off, kind of retool, we get ready again, and we hope you had a great couple of weeks. Of course, the news never stops. We have lots to talk about today. If you want to join in the conversation, please give us a call, 347-989-0126. Again, that's 347-989-0126. Let us know about everything on your mind. We can talk about hurricanes. We can talk about shootings. We can talk about boats blowing up. We can talk about all sorts of fun things. Give us a call, 347-989-0126. Let's stand up on my soapbox and start talking. Craig Hurley, how the heck are you? I am doing well, sir. How are you? I feel like I haven't talked to you in forever. It has been forever. We talk online, but that's about it. We haven't talked in person for a while now. How you doing? No, it's easily been, uh, what, a Poland and an Ireland trip, you know, like has happened in between. Exactly. All sorts of stuff going on. Or a wannabe Poland. Yeah, I guess I, he, I guess one of them did go to Poland. Yeah, he did, right. he did go, didn't he? Didn't he go to, didn't Pence go to Poland? I thought he went to Poland. Yeah, he went to Poland. And now he's now he's in Ireland. Right. You're right. He is a traveling man, that vice president of ours, because uh, the president had to cancel because there was a lot of emergencies happening, and he had to get another quick 18 holes, as we saw yesterday. So, a national emergency, 18 holes. Another 3.5. Got to get those 3.5 million dollars used up before you get hit by a hurricane. There you go. He had a tea time happening, so he couldn't go to Poland, so he sent Pence in his place. And But he made up for it by putting Pence and his wife and his wife's mom, I think, in uh, in his nice little place in uh, Scotland to stay, even though his meeting was an hour away in Ireland. But uh, that was nice of him to put him up in the uh, – he had to pay yeah, for the Secret they, Service and all the entourage and everyone fly. else. And might have they made had a little to fly. Money. They had to take Air Force Two. I guess so. A lot of lots of money being spent over there when they could have just been like housing themselves in Dublin, right? Aren't they invited exactly. to Ireland no, they or they, are they, they could have been right next to their little conference there? Um, Dublin is not a small city by any means. I think they might have had one or two yeah, hotels no. with some openings, but uh, <laughs> no, they had to go an hour away and fly in. So yeah, very very interesting. But tell yeah. me, how's everything odd, on the beautiful odd, West odd Coast? Is it cooling down at all? Uh, cooling down here, then? No, no, it's 108 today here. Because, you know, Vegas isn't really West Coast, but it is. Uh, it, it's more of just kind of isolated desert inland. 
Um, but uh, uh, yeah, no, it's it's actually cooling down a lot in Los Angeles too, from what I understand. So, right. Um, but yeah, no, it's still 108 here. It, it'll be 108 here for at least another month, right? So, um, but uh, there's another little hurricane forming down in the Gulf. Just wanted to make sure everybody and Chicago and and uh, and you guys too. You're going to get hit by the tail end of this thing. There's a low pressure system that's sitting above you guys. So, but other than that, there's really nothing happening in the United States as far as you know a couple of storms here and there. Nothing major. Right. Well, just two hurricanes and then another little hurricane that's up in the Great Lakes. We didn't know how this storm was going to come out for a while, so we had some big weather news going for a while there. You had to be in your Dorian, glory there with dude, all the Dorian, projections Dorian just, going. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it did come out of the Atlantic, which I didn't expect it to, um, but it didn't come from – it just brewed up out of nothing. It didn't come from Africa, which is normally where these storms uh, initiate. And uh, it it literally brewed up in as it entered the Caribbean, as that that storm, as that low pressure system entered the Caribbean, um, or at least right outside of our those those uh, Leeward Island, Le- Wayward Island. I don't know what the hell they're called out there. Uh, and it's just uh, um, east of Puerto Rico, just southeast of Puerto Rico. Um, right. So it it brewed up right there. It didn't brew up in the middle of the Atlantic. Uh, because this season has been, uh, the hurricane season has been gravely affected by, like, they can't start up. There's no initiation from the desert storms that have been coming off of the Sahara, off of, off right. of Africa. So uh, so to have a monster like this, because Category 5, that's pretty big. Uh, you know, that's about as big as they get. It went over the threshold, uh, 30 miles an hour over the threshold of a Category 5. Uh, so it's really, you know, if we had a category six, it would be, um, and we don't, they right. just and throw I think, to I mean, 150 actually, miles an hour plus. Normally they kind At of build these things was, up and up and up. And this one, they actually scaled back at first. They thought it was going to not yeah. be, turn into anything at first. And then it, yeah. And they didn't back think it again. would impact it. Yeah. They didn't think it would impact as much of Florida as it has, or as much of the East coast. Uh, initially when this thing brewed up, they were just like, it's a disturbance and it's not going to, you know, it's just an invest. It does, it's not going right. to really do anything and invest 96 or something. Um, cause there's all these little storms that are popping up and, uh, and this was just one of them. Uh, but it brewed into this, it was a beautiful storm actually. I, you know, I was watching it, uh, tear apart, uh, Bermuda and it just a, an ab- absolutely beautiful storm from, uh, you know, and, and a storm aspect. I, I'm I'm kind of a geek when it comes. Kind of, I am. I'm a weather geek, and I've always been into weather phenomenons, and I've always been into storms. And this one, this it looked like a saw blade. It just was just absolutely the structure was just beautiful. The eye was so perfect, and when it sat above uh, the Bermuda, uh, and when it sat above, I'm sorry, Bahamas, um, it uh, just stalled out. And one of the reasons it stalled out is because, and it doesn't mean that it lost any momentum as far as what the storm is concerned, as far as, as far as, you know, the amount of pressure, because we saw it actually get larger 
as it was stalling, as it wasn't moving 10 miles an hour anymore, as it dropped down to one mile an hour and then to zero. Uh, there's a major high pressure systems. High pressure systems are much bigger than low pressure systems in general. Uh, they can take up like this one took up the entire Atlantic Ocean, this high pressure systems, which was keeping it down towards Florida and in, in the Caribbean and over the Bahamas. Um, and it, it keeps it literally keeps it from moving, keeps the low pressure system from moving. And then there were two other high pressure systems that are in the United States that are just above that to the west. And they are also stopping it from moving into, say, the Gulf. Um, it's not Florida that stopped it. It's the actual atmospheric pressures that are stopping it. Florida is just a sandbar in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico. And I've been saying this forever. It's really stupid to live there. You know, it, it's just the, the whole reason it's shaped that way is because one hurricane after another has gone through there. <laughs> That's why it's shaped that way. That's why the United States is shaped that way. Because they just keep carving off. There's immense land erosion, beach erosion, when this happens. Uh, every single time we have they a storm. Maps so the up United on, States, on, I was watching the news today, and they had maps of the Bahamas showing where they showed yeah. pictures from Friday and the outline yeah. of the landmass. And then they yep. showed they had to put the outline in a green line because the, the erosion cut in so be. far. They had lost almost yep. 50% of landmass underwater, wow. including the entire airport of the Bahamas. This is wow. Grand Bahamas Island. But it's yeah. really trippy to well, look at the photographs they have because they have the photograph of Friday, and then they dissolve that photograph to the outline of it only and, and juxtapose the new photograph of it now. And you see over 50% water raised up where it wasn't before, where all the land was before. It shows you the outline of where it was, and it shows – just how how far inland it got. That place is fifty percent underwater right now on the Grand on Grand Bahama. It is bad. And well, then if you've seen the pictures yeah, you've seen of the images Abbott, though, dude, eighteen thousand structures. Eighteen thousand right. structures, homes, businesses, buildings, gone. 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 They're gone. And then the other ones that are left standing are all a mess. Like, you know, yeah, they're left standing because they were probably built out of concrete, but they got hit by sustained winds of 170 miles an hour plus. At one point, there was 200, a 220 mile an hour wind gust in this storm. So right. you, nothing and survives that. The and we really the have to build. Look at the pictures right now. And it looks like a landfill. It literally looks like a landfill. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It looks like garbage. I don't know where they're going to put the debris. I mean, it's just everywhere. You look at these photos from above, and it looks like a landfill. It's just amazing, the destruction of that place. Yeah, the cleanup's cleanup's going to be – I I, I would recommend starting over (laughs) since since you already have to uh, and start implementing some things like building codes. Uh, you know, uh, just be prepared for getting hit by another hurricane. Uh, it, you, you live on an island in the middle of the Atlantic, just like just like Florida. They they live on a sandbar in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico. Please know that you're going to get hit. You are going right. to get hit. You are the target. You are going to get hit by a hurricane. You are going to get hit by a tidal wave from a landslide or an earthquake. It is going to happen. And with hurricanes, it happens on an, on an annual basis. 
yearly. Right. So, so guys, um, build some structures that can actually withstand 220 miles an hour and 23 feet of water coming in from the storm surge. Know that you're going to be underwater, at least your first story is going to be underwater in a Category 4, Category 5 hurricane. Know that that is going to happen, and then build accordingly. So, you know, make sure that your entire first floor or first story of your two-story building is completely sealed. Like, completely. Like, no water can enter it. We do have this technology. We can do this. I feel like the $6 million man again. We can do this. Well, and they have done it <laughs> some places. I don't understand why they haven't done it everywhere. In the oh. Like you said, this isn't the first hurricane. This isn't the 12th hurricane. This is about the no. 217th <laughs> from forever. So Thank it's you. Like, it's not like it's a new <laughs> phenomenon that just happened the last couple of years. No. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. They, you know, they finally started doing it in like the 1980s and 1990s in Los Angeles for earthquakes. They started retrofitting, right. and they started really building things like expressways so they can handle earthquakes because you get earthquakes in California. So that's what you really have to pay attention to <laughs> as far as building codes are concerned. And, you know, right. it's, it's, you know it's pretty – I mean, nothing's going to handle a nine-pointer but at least or a ten-pointer, but at least we can build things that can handle the five-pointers. We know that. Right. So we can we can build things that can handle the six pointers. So when they rebuilt the ten after the ninety three or ninety four earthquake, because um, uh, the entire ten freeway, the Santa Monica freeway collapsed, uh, they rebuilt it and retrofitted the hell out of that thing, so that it would not fall down in another seven pointer. It'll take a nine pointer. It'll take something that you know literally knocks California off in order for it right. to and really shakes everything up. Um, uh, it, for for it to actually fall down, it'll take other you know skyscrapers and stuff like that collapsing. So before right. the expressway will collapse again, because they've retrofitted yeah, it like crazy. Sure, there'll be chunks of it. There will be chunks of it that'll fall apart. That always happens. That's just that's just pure maintenance, and our engineers aren't perfect, as we know. They think they are, but obviously they're not. I just don't know what the resistance is to building is because. Uh... They think it's part of climate change, so they're trying to not be part of climate change. And I'm, the ocean is not rising. I don't need to build better things. You're not building it for the yes, rising ocean. You're building it for the hurricanes that go through. I don't understand what the resistance yeah. is to retrofitting and to building smarter. Just, yeah. It doesn't make sense I, it, to you why, also, they, why they don't want to do this. Uh, it, yeah, building codes are one thing, but also evacuations, uh, getting people the hell out of the way is another thing. Um there's a lot of low-income people, and you're like, why can't they just hop on a bus and go? They can't. They literally just can't. With what? With what access to what funds? What are they going to right. – they can't get out of there. So they, unluckily, have to ride through this only because nobody's come to pick them up. And actually, you know, nobody brought. Supposedly, when the when Katrina happened in in Louisiana, there were like a thousand people left over, and supposedly there were buses that were sent to them, but they didn't allow their dogs and their pets. We have to allow everything. I don't care if it's a cow. Let the cow onto the frickin' bus and go. Just get the hell out of the place. I, I, you know, maybe a cow is too much. 
But, you know, you know, I'm talking people's dogs and cats and parakeets and stuff like that, any, any pets. You know, we have to allow those onto the buses. Otherwise, people are going to stay behind with their, with their animals. I, I, I would do the same. And I still, so they, I, they have it's such no a chicken and the egg thing, out. too, trying to figure out. It's, it's a chicken and the egg thing, trying to figure out which came first, the ravages by these storms that made it more susceptible for poor people to live there or poor people living there. It's like, why do tornadoes always happen to trailer parks where they're poor? Why do hurricanes always happen to the poorest parts of the states of Florida and Islands like Bahamas that really well, aren't very Savannah's, Savannah, Georgia. People. Yeah, no, those they, no, there's a lot of wealthy people there, uh, especially in in Florida. Uh, they, like like Hialeah, we were just talking about this. Hialeah in Florida is a lower income and it's also a low lying area. Um, the the governments, I'm pretty sure, did this on our government did this on purpose. Um, they usually put like trailer parks and stuff like that in areas which is normally lower income uh, in in uh, areas that were considered disaster zones that nobody would buy there. No one wants to live there because they continue to get flooded or they get hit by tornadoes or they get hit by fires or whatever. Um, it's always a natural disaster area. And that's where you'll find all of these, all of these low income places. It, it's almost like they don't care. <gasps> I'm sorry, man. Right, right. It's almost like they just don't care. And you know what? They'll make the $700 a month or the $1,000 a month off the poor people's backs. They can't afford to do it in the first place and off of land that they couldn't sell. So it's almost like they just don't care about those people. No, that can't be it. Government and aren't they a drain on society anyway? Aren't, 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 you know, I'm sorry, aren't, aren't, aren't old people that aren't making any money and young people that aren't making any money, aren't they just a drain on society anyway? So well, clear them off with a Category 5. There you go. That's what nature there does, you go. Which is just sick and demented, but it's, it's also natural population control. And we see other countries doing it too. They're always in low-lying areas in India, Indonesia, Taiwan. There's there's all areas that get hit by by massive hurricanes, massive flooding, and over and over again. And we see these millions of people, poor people, displaced over and over again. And yeah, it's because it's, we keep putting them back to the same place. Yeah, I don't don't understand the logic behind it, but. Let's definitely see what happens. Florida's still going to get to get the outskirts of this thing, so it's still going to get a lot of rain. Still going to have some beach erosion. A lot of rain. And as you mm-hmm. said, we have the next one coming down um, to the Gulf of Mexico. And I don't yeah. know what happened to Port E. They've been weird in their names this year. Didn't we have like two C's, and this last one was Dorian. The next one is Fernando. There's no Edmonds or Edwards or the E's got left out. They're, they're, they don't know the alphabet this year. They had two C's. They're skipping an E. They had two B's. I don't understand They had two B's. They had a Barbara and a Barry. There you go. Okay. Two B's, no E. And now we have Fernando coming up. Um, he's about 160 no miles east of La Pesca, Mexico, moving west. Yep. At least it's going at a – at a, a brisk seven miles per hour at this point. So it's better than what uh, 
Dorian's been to. But they said they're they're uh, tracking three storms right now. Dorian, Fernando, they didn't say which the third one was. They said the third one that might be right. uh, growing as well. So there's stuff happening out there. It's weather time. Where's How the long third does one? hurricane season go to? Doesn't it end in locked, late it's October usually for, or something? No, or? no, I thought it was November. I thought it was like November. But sure. it, our hurricane season didn't really start till like just now. We've had like four storms. We haven't had any major storms until this point. And we're late. We're way, way, way late in the right. hurricane season. And we actually had two hurricanes right before the hurricane season started. So it's all messed up. There really isn't a hurricane season anymore. It's not going to be that way. It's all changing, dude. It's climate change. Right. Welcome well, they, they just, I mean, they have it May, June 1st to November 30th is the typical right. season, typically, when you're going to see the most. Yeah, I thought it was but through you November. Said, you never know when they're going to come. And we didn't see, there, you're right, we, saw, we saw two hurricanes in May this year. I, I don't, I'm not sure, but I, we didn't see anything in June. And then we saw two in July and then two in August, right? I'm not positive. Something around that. Yeah. But they were really well, little. Like I mean, we're only on our you know. A, B, B, C, D. We're only on our fifth one. Right. Fifth we're only name, on S. So. <laughs> yeah. So we're not that far in, but yeah. Yeah. There has been a lot of named little, ones. There's probably been smaller correct. hurricanes, but as far as named ones, they're not. On they're not usually, one there, yeah, so it has the been. only time. The only time they usually like, give a name is in a hurricane. They don't usually give a name to a tropical storm. They'll call it right. Invest 96 or Invest 99 or whatever Invest it is, whatever you know, whatever tropical system it is. Last Sometimes year, they will. The year before, it turns into a cyclone. Like, enter. And or element OP or something was like a Nancy and yeah. an Oscar or something. There was a whole bunch of them yep. named a couple of years ago. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. So for being at F and we're only two months away from the end of it, that's not too bad right now. We haven't really had that many but because of that. Sahara isn't the storm, other one, uh, isn't the other one that's in the Pacific right now. Isn't that Juliet? So how'd they get to J? I don't know. I don't. I, I, I stopped it? at Fernando. That's, I got Fernando plus a mystery one I didn't hear. So no, I, I think know. there's one in the Pacific too that's kind of just hanging out in the Pacific, and I think it's Juliet. So I'm not sure how they got the J so quick. You've heard of new math? That's the new alphabet that the Weather Service that's is using. Um, they're using the new alphabet system. So yeah, who knows? That's funny. Oh, I have. They're no like, idea. oh wait, we, maybe we're not going to have as many storms this year. We got to use up the cool names. <laughs> Maybe that's yeah exactly. It. All the other names are weak. Let's go with Juliet on this one. Make it a beautiful storm name. <laughs> right, and is it coincidence that Dorian came out just when Dora the Explorer movie came out on DVD? I don't know. Uh, nice, I'm just saying. nice, nice. Just saying. Or the live action? Aren't they doing live action version? Didn't they do live it's action a live version action of that? Dora the Explorer. Nice. You're right. See, there you go. And it's Dorian. Yeah, nice. That's Dorian good timing, is. Is that product Disney or is that product placement? <laughs> plot, plot development, plot development. <laughs> they might might want to try to come out with another Finding Dory. Right, exactly. Oh my goodness, that'd be funny. Well, I guess uh, let's see. We're, I'll try to keep in light mood before we go to our boating thing happening in Ventura, since we're being light here all of a sudden. See if we can find something a little lighter. Um, 
I don't have anything lighter. Everything is like bad stuff again. <laughs> I mean, you, you, I was you waiting got for you. I'm going like, crazy. I'm like, wait, you, you, you got a... good news on something? I, I, I don't know. Say, I, yeah. I don't know so much. I mean, I find pop the culture, Boris Yeltsin thing what? kind of funny. The Boris Yeltsin and Brexit, he's already lost his parliament after what? Five weeks now being in power. Yeah, not even a couple of weeks. Majority. Yep. Um, because he dissolved, he tried to, he suspended parliament. They got the queen to suspend parliament to try to wait out a vote on Brexit. And then they decided, no, that's not going to happen. They're going to all jump ship. And his majority went away as of last night. And so now they're going to have a new election. And then they're going to try to, I guess it's supposed to, in a unironic twist, the hard Brexit was supposed to be October 31st, Halloween. And now they're trying to push okay. that back again and making it uh, go indefinite. So we'll see what happens. It's, England's having as much fun with Boris as we are with 45 over here. And it's been only a five-week <laughs> period there. We've had 45 for three years, and it hasn't been that topsy-turvy. It's news-making every day, but it hasn't been as crazy as they're getting. So I, had a uh, friend of mine, I had a friend of mine uh, – you know, if we, a friend of mine who's very clairvoyant, um, I, you know, I don't, I, I don't necessarily believe in ghosts, and I don't necessarily believe in, uh, you know, any. We we know this about me, uh, about you know any gods or any of that stuff, and I don't believe in Zeus. Um, so, but um, uh, she's she's I've just witnessed her do and say things that I, I can't really explain. So like, I'm like, you know, the only way you could know something like that is if you are like, if you've got ESP, first of all, so you're still clairvoyant. If you, if you do have ESP of some kind and, or you're actually experiencing this, you know, you're actually going through it and being able to tell me these things. And, and so I'm, I, I tend to believe her more on this moron. I just said the word moron. Uh, I, I just, I tend to believe that, um, uh, that she's kind of spot on on some of these things. And she said to me at one point, um, if you think somebody's a clown, then why do you keep going back to the circus? And I, I, I was just like, wow. I mean, you know, I mean, she's, and, and she's really young and she's like 16 years old. And, and, and I'm just like, wow, how does, how does that, you know, where does, she, where, where, where does that come from? That type of stuff. And, and we were talking uh, about different issues that we had with different people, not necessarily about the bigger issues of like our president being a clown. And, and so it just directly reflected for me on, on that. It's like, if we think these people are clowns, then why do we keep going back to the circus? Why is it so interesting to us that these people keep clowning around? Why, why do we care about the, the, the clown car that seems to be the white house? I mean, we've got people go. revolving in and out of there, including his his assistant just last week. And I'm just like, you know, why why do we do that? So I, I don't know. I don't know why I went into that. Just because, you know, the clown thing. It's like it, we're 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 actually looking at other people of the world. Boris Yeltsin is where is why I went there. Um, we're looking at other people in the world that he's a freaking clown. And we're like, right. okay, you know, <laughs> why do we keep going back to the circus then? 
Why do we keep doing this? Because it's up to us. It's supposedly we the people, right, on all of this, that we're allowed to vote these people in. We're allowed to kick them yeah. out if we want them out. So why from do we keep going your, back to the circus, too? From your mouth to the lector's ears this year. All right, we're going to take a quick break. I do want to go off on a tangent since you said something about clairvoyance. And just um, I, Because we were off last week, and I was, right. um, for those of you playing at home, I had my water heater blow up, and so we flooded our basement. I've been working on that Excellent. for a week. But I was watching just mind-numbing TV just to take my mind off of everything last week. Have you heard of a show <laughs> called Hypnotize Me? Have you heard of a show no. called Hypnotize Me? Oh, no, my God. I haven't. This is the funniest <laughs> piece of trash TV. If you want to have a little fun, you need to go. I think it's on Wednesdays. I don't remember. I think it was last Wednesday. But I thought that I had to go deep. I had to go back on my on-demand and go check it out. They actually hypnotize four people. It's a game show right. where they hypnotize right. four people and make them do these tasks. But they're under hypnosis. They have to do goofy things while they do it while they try to win money. It is the funniest thing I've ever seen because I've always kind of been a little skeptical in hypnosis. But if these right. guys are just trying to make money, I don't know. They're acting pretty goofy for it. But if you want to have a good guilty pleasure, friends and family out there, go try to find yourself a little hypnotize me on on TV or Look for that on demand because it's funnier than heck. It got me through last week. I got to tell you, I binge watched about nine episodes of that stuff. It was wow. hilarious. All right, well, okay. Let's take a quick no, I, I haven't seen it yet, and I'll take a look. You got to take a look. It's funny stuff, and we will uh, get you. You watch Handmaid's Tale for yet? For, for what's that? Did you watch Handmaid's Tale yet? I told you I'm not going to watch that. I don't want you to don't. watch that show. You have to watch, to watch it. You have but to. They are right. There is a sequel coming out to it. We'll talk about that when we come back. Let's go ahead and take a quick break. Um, There's a sequel. Since we're talking about all this stuff, let's play Blake MacGyver's Start to Believe. We can start to believe in this uh, mystics and hypnotism and everything else. We'll be back in three minutes. You're listening to, <laughs> to Standing on My Soapbox. Give us a call, 347-989-0126. We'll be taking calls for the next 25 minutes. Staring down that long and winding road, I felt like I could never start again. Flipping through the pages of my broken life, just remembering when. Before I was yours, I just stumbled through my feeble lies, but now you bring me all I could ask for you. Give me all that I need And baby, you've gathered the pieces Maybe I'll start to believe Looking up that mountain top I said, how do we Begin to climb Wishing I could Speed right through To all the joy Just manipulate time But now I am yours So I'll stop Wandering through Those feeble lies Cause now you bring me All I could ask for 
um, closer to right. Santa Barbara, just so people know if they know California at all. Right. Um, but yeah, they still are looking for, they still have nine bodies. They believe five of them they can see still trapped in the um, wreckage that went underneath the water. There's only, I think it's like 65 feet deep because they were so close to the island um, that it's not real deep um, where the boat went down. But they're still having trouble getting to it and getting to some of the people there and finding everybody. But man, right. what a what a horrible way to go. The good thing is it looks like most of them uh, passed away from drowning as opposed I mean, drowning's got to be hor- – I don't know what would be more horrific, drowning or fire. I mean, they're both horrific I, ways I, to go. Just the fact but, that you're dying is is got to be just horrifying if you know that you're dying. Right. That, I guess know, it doesn't I, matter just, which one, but yeah. It, it doesn't matter if you're on fire or if you're drowning, and you know there's no way out but death. So – um, but yeah, dude, I, I, I don't know. Uh, fire supposedly is, uh, a lot of pain and, but then you, you, you're, you're out pretty quick, uh, where drowning supposedly is very euphoric. So, cause you're kind of going back to being in the womb again. So I'm, gotcha. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. I, well, I, either I think way, just we're the, sorry just for the panic alone of, I'm dying. Waiting. Yeah. Uh, we're sorry for all the family out there that has to wait for these last bodies to be recovered, uh, last nine bodies. But man, that was a it was a hard thing. I heard I heard that news alert go from my old hometown on the news yesterday, um, and it was it was a hard thing to hear. That's that's not a fun way to go. You're out on a Labor Day weekend. I mean, you have one end of the country, uh, the other coast, the East Coast, having to deal with uh, hurricanes and stores being boarded up, even though it's not getting hit as hard. You're losing all those tourist dollars for a major three-day weekend. And then you have a pleasure trip on a three-day weekend on the West Coast, um, and your your boat burns up. And uh, not not a good wow. Labor Day weekend. This is going to be a very well-remembered Labor Day weekend for things happening. Well, and if no, that hurricanes, enough, hurricanes, no, no, no. Hurricanes are big, big, big business, dude. Every Walmart is cleared. Every store is cleared. Every Home Depot cleared. No plywood, I, dude. It is huge business, huge billion right. dollar freaking business for people. And then tourists, because they're evacuating, so they become tourists elsewhere. So all of those monies that are being spent at the hotels for ten days in a row, or whatever it is, you know, all of that is—it's just right. a serious business and serious economy boost, and, and actually to any one area except for something like the Bahamas right now um, because that, well, even then if they're covered by insurances, then dude, it's a, it's a big boost for them, but this time build it right. So it doesn't get, you know, wiped out next time. Although getting wiped out is the way they're getting their insurance money. So I don't know, even FEMA, even the federal emergency funds, the same thing. The more damage you had, I remember stuff during the earthquake in, in 93, 94, 94, uh, that I, that it was all sorts of stuff that was legitimate damage. And there could have been all sorts of other stuff that I could have just been like, Oh, I'm reporting this and reporting that. I, I didn't have to, I didn't have to, I had $120,000 to a $200,000 house of legitimate damage. So, you know, I, there, there's a whole bunch of stuff. Neighbors were offering me stuff like Ming vases and shit like that. Oh dude, I just swore. I have been trying so hard, and I haven't sworn for like a week. 
Oh, that's right. We haven't been on. Um, but, uh, you know, I, sorry. They're, they're offering me all sorts of things that they had already declared. And I know that's illegal, but people do that stuff all the time. And, and like a $10,000 Ming vase. And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't you know, I, I, I've got enough damaged stuff. So, you know, don't eat it. Um, but, it, it, you know, it, it's, it, it's big business, dude. It's a hurricane. Big, big business. To all of Florida, all of Georgia, all of South Carolina, all of North Carolina, even up into New York. It's, uh, it's big business because they're going to be experiencing the Yeah, I think the they said the insurance wind. claims are expected to be between either 24 or $124 billion in insurance Dollars, yeah. claims happening. Yep. So, yeah, it's going yep. to be big, um, which, I mean, it sounds like a good thing, but it's not. I mean, it's, no. <laughs> I guess it doesn't even sound like a good thing. No. Um, it's, uh, it, it, it sounds a, like a good thing, but that's all damage. That's right. all, people's lives are completely destroyed in order for you to give them $120 billion. Some of them, the money doesn't even matter because they're dead. these things don't rebuild quickly. Dead. It's not like it's going to be fixed overnight. These things don't rebuild quickly uh, yeah. at all. No. So, it's yeah, you be know, a the money is out there. Process. It's, uh, right. Puerto Rico still has not recovered from Maria. They still have not recovered. Part of that is, you know, obviously their governors and their government is kind of a joke like ours. So, and they're corrupt, and you have to figure out the corruption first. Um, but the other part of it is they didn't get the necessary things that they needed at the time. There's all these, uh, they right. found it later. There's all this stuff that was sent from the United States uh, bottles of water and, you know, all sorts of stuff that they needed to survive, that generators and stuff like that that never reached them. So, you know, let alone the funds, any funds, because there were all sorts of things for Maria. There were all sorts of private uh, uh, donations happening. Even those funds didn't get to the proper places. There's still people that are suffering because of that. That was two years ago. Right. Hey, you got some no, paper exactly. towels? You got some paper towels for the Bahamas? You got some <laughs> paper towels? Want to throw him some paper he towels? He was in? busy golfing. He didn't have time to go down there. He's oh, busy he's golfing. golfing. Yeah. I was so hoping the eye of that thing would just go right over Palm Beach. <laughs> <laughs> it was so close, dude. It was beelining towards Palm Beach. Beelining. And I was like, ah, oh, come on. And um, I'm going to take, I'm going to veer north. Ugh. Ugh. Oh darn! All right. Well, let's uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and move on to the other bad news over the Labor Day week. This Labor Day week is going to be known uh, for the just whole tragedy. Week. We have the, the two whole coasts week actually in, had a whole in, bunch of stuff. Uh, in Texas on Saturday, guess what? We had another mass shooting. Surprise! No. Surprise! Geeky um, white guy. It was was a it a geeky lonely white, white guy, guy again? Yeah, it was a Geeky, lonely, lonely white, white guy. guy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this time a little older. We were talking about how younger the other ones were. This was an older guy, and this seems to be more of a disgruntled person. He had got fired from his job earlier that morning, so this right. seemed more just random stupidity. Nah, it's not random. That's disgruntled else. employee. Did he go after the the workplace that he that he worked at? Well, no. What happened was. Um, he had got fired that morning. He was he was spiraling down. According, this is what this is a quote unquote report. Of what happened? 
I guess he right. was he had got fired that morning, was spiraling down, and then got pulled over by police for a traffic violation or something minor, and that flipped his switch. He just happened to have a long long um, barrel rifle in the back of his car, shot out the back of his window at the troopers, um, then went and took them on a high-speed chase, ended up going into a neighborhood and found a young 24 to 27-year-old mail carrier, shot and killed her and stole her mail truck, and then took off on this mail truck, shooting people randomly outside the mail truck. Why he had the guns in his car, who knows what he had planned or if he was just a nut job that had guns in his car. We don't know that part yet, if this was planned or not. Um, And then killed six other random people driving down and they shot him dead at a movie theater in Odessa, Texas. So this is a little different than the others. The other ones were planned. I don't know if this was planned yet or not. There could have been a plan coming since there were guns in the car, but this seemed like a spiral out of control. It started with a traffic stop. So very, very unusual circumstance. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Not having a good day to begin with. Um, so who knows if the traffic stop was caused be if the app, I mean, I haven't heard yet if he got fired, went home and got guns and then got pulled over. If he's planning something beforehand, I, I don't think we've gotten that far yet, but, uh, it, it's, it's just another random senseless guy shooting a lot of people. And we have seven people dead because of it. And right. our government's still not going to do anything over it. But the good news is Walmart today decided they're going to stop um, selling ammunition using high-capacity magazines and military-style weapons. Wow. Uh, it's also asking – Are they going to stop selling military-style weapons? They haven't because got there yet, but they, they are getting close do. to that. Yeah. yeah, they're getting close to now, that. They I, that's actually that a really good move. It's, it's an excellent move. I mean, the ammunition is yeah. what's used to power the stuff. You know, not many people buy them for as much as they buy the guns, but they still sell a lot of it there. It's also, they're asking, which the sad thing is they're asking for the people to, they're disallowing people to carry firearms in the stores in the states that already kind of frown <laughs> upon it. But they're asking oh, the no, states where it's legal to do to please oh, not do it. So we'll see well, if we're going to yeah, have another one of those. Nevada's that way. Nevada's that way. Colorado is that way, where you can you can literally walk around um, with your gun as long as it's it's not concealed. As long as it's not concealed, as long as it's out in the open for everybody to see, then it's okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I've, uh, multiple times I've walked into stores. You're not allowed to walk into casinos here with your gun. So that you're not allowed to do. Um, but, uh, I've seen people walking into stores and stuff and, and it's like, they're carrying and it's just, you know, it's not a cop. It's not a military personnel. It's, it's just, you know, grandma and, <laughs> and she's carrying, you would think and, in today's you know, culture, it's just though, odd. <laughs> you would think in today's culture, Weird feeling. you would almost be cited for inciting a panic. Cause so many people are scared of that. You couldn't you well, be no, written up for inciting a that, panic. Yeah, no, that has actually happened in a couple of instances. People have just been wanting to express their Second Amendment right 
which supposedly uh, is that we're allowed to just have them and carry them around uh, to protect ourselves. And, and they also have, you know, the permits and they have all the proper documentation and all of that. But there have been people that have gotten scared that they were going to be a shooter and that they, so they have confronted them. And that will happen. You, you, if you decide to walk around with your gun uh, exposed, you're most likely going to get a couple of people that are going to approach you. And most likely with their guns drawn. Is, is most likely the way it's going to go down. So, you know, you might not want to do that as well, especially guys that are just carrying them around, like they've got them strapped over their shoulder and stuff. So I've seen that too. I've seen AKs strapped over shoulders, and I'm like, why, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? And you're freaking me out, and I'm a gun owner. So, you know, and, and you're freaking me out. You're making me think, am I going to have to react to this guy? So, you know, or girl or woman. Right. No, exactly. Like I said, grandmas are carrying them. I, I, I assume because criminals don't care. Anybody who's going to go out and just commit a crime, anybody who's going to go out and is, has that in their head, they're not going to go and get a gun from a gun store. They're not going to go and get a gun from a pawn shop. They're going to go and get a gun from, like, their neighbor. They're going to go and get a gun from some dude that they know that sells guns. They're not going to go the legal route. So I have always just, even since I was a kid, um, I've always just thought, not assumed, but I've always thought that everybody's carrying. So just know that everybody's carrying and then you don't really have to worry about it because everybody's got a gun. So right. the ones that you have to worry about are the dudes that are walking in with the AKs and just blowing people away for no apparent right. reason. Yep, it's definitely a scary time, and we'll see what happens. Congress comes back it's next always week been that way. It's see. always been that way. I, I had this fight with Katie, not a fight, but an argument with Katie when I first moved to Miami with her. And I'm like, you, you got to get a gun. And she's like, um, why? This isn't the Wild West. And I'm like, oh, no, it's freaking worse. It's worse than the Wild West. And the reason for that is because we now have high-capacity weapons. In the past, you had a six-shooter. You had a shotgun. You know, I mean, that, that's about it. You didn't have anything that could blow up a tank. You didn't have any of that. So it's much right. worse. And there's more people. Therefore, more criminal activity, more people that are more dangerous. Yep, no, very true. I mean, we're going to see what happens. Congress comes back in session this week. Um, we'll see if uh, anything is brought up. Yeah, I mean, McConnell has basically punted the whole thing to the president because he's been burned so much. He says, I'm not bringing up any legislation unless the president tells me what to bring up. Then I'll bring that up and pass it. But he's brought up stuff before, and 45 just says, no, I changed my mind on it, as he does on so many things, that he's just refusing to get burnt again. So nothing will probably happen. We'll see how much they get into it. It's going to be interesting to see if this recent spat of things happen, but I don't know. I'm not not putting my faith in it, that's for sure. 
All right, we have about six minutes on here. What? Let's finish up with. On what? Uh, I missed that. I, I missed. I missed what you were saying. What, what, what were you just saying? You're not going to put your face on what? What's that? What What did you just say? Oh, I was just talking about I their. What... I don't think they're going to bring up any gun legislation because I think oh, they're yeah, just no. too awfully on it still. Yeah, I just don't think any other. No, 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 no. Dude, I just watched uh, 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 Dave Chappelle. You gotta watch his new show, man. It's really, really, really funny. Oh, that funny. was a great. And I've been I saying this. That. I just saw that. Uh, I've been I saying this for time. a while as well about voting, and and that you know the the black race needs to get out and the Latinos, and it's on uh, it's on Netflix. Um, the uh, uh, the uh, he said that the the way to get gun legislation in there is for every black dude to walk into a gun shop and try to buy a gun legally. Just do it. <laughs> Just uh, and dude, you will have the NRA going abs- absolutely freaking nuts trying to get legislation put in to make sure that people right. don't, aren't able to buy guns. So and dude, yeah, it he- switch everything around on that. And it was hilarious yeah, the way you I said that. Yeah, I recommend everyone, if you can, watch Chappelle's latest Netflix special because it, it is, is so funny. amazing. He does a great bit on that, which I think is funny. And he does, yeah. which is, he does is a funny bit, but what is really serious, he says, what are we doing with all these school shooting drills? It's like all it does yeah. is it panics the kids. You're panicking the kids, but and when then you it think trains. about it, that people and then doing it the, the shooting drills are from the school, right? <laughs> so it's like little Tommy raises so his hand during the gonna... shooting drill and says, excuse me, where are we all supposed to meet again? I didn't get that location. Um, it's like, it kind of makes sense. You're training these people where oh, these shooters are destroying coming from his school, work. Where to go. We're absolutely destroying um, Chappelle's work. That was one of the reasons why Chappelle got off, you know, in the first place. That's why he stepped out for a minute uh, and was not a part of the entertainment in the first place is because people kept butchering his jokes. So I hope we're not butchering his jokes. I hope we are paying homage. Everybody's got to watch his show. It, just watch the show. That's amazing. On Netflix, it is amazing. Yeah. Uh, let's finish up. The only old business we'll talk about because we are a current event show is we will talk about uh, your buddy, um, Gabriel Carteris, won SAG after uh-huh. last year with the SAG union. Yep. So that was yep. a pretty good victory for Gabriel. her. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a huge victory. But it was a majority getter in there. Well, there's um, only Odin, yeah, she... there's only like twenty five thousand votes in the first place, and she right. got three thousand votes over uh, Matthew. So right. you exactly. know, so so that's pretty much a landslide if you're talking yeah, about. She got thirteen. Uh, well, she three, got forty four percent or He got thirty five percent or ten thousand. So. Um, yeah. Cameron Manheim was her running mate for Treasure. I didn't know. Yeah. I love Cameron Manheim. She's one of my favorite actresses. Actually. Cameron, she won. I, yeah, no, she's, she's actually two percent of the votes. She's her, one of my favorite <laughs> casting directors as well. Cameron Manheim used to be a casting director that I would go in front of all the time, and I re- she was really brutal, and I love that in a casting director. Like if you weren't getting it, she would tell you, "You're not getting it. I need you to do this." And she would direct you, and and I thought it was I thought it was great. That's a, that's what I want from a casting director, somebody who is actually right. willing to work with you. Um, so you know, and, and then as an actress, I think she's great. And now she's getting into you know the the political side of the entertainment business as well. I think it's awesome. Right. 
No, I think it's fantastic. I, I, I adore her. I did hear great things about her casting abilities before. I knew she was a casting director before she became an actress. And yep. I love her as an actress. And it's good to hear that she was good at her job beforehand, too. But, uh, yeah. yeah, so congratulations to Gabrielle and to Cameron uh, for winning the tag out. We'll see what happens. They got a couple of – they got a tough position. I guess they did you did lose a lot in the um, board of directors or whatever. Uh, the national board, there were 16 contested seats and about a dozen of them went to people that aren't necessarily for Gabrielle. Um, so right. she's going to have an uphill fight for some things. So that's going to be a little interesting well, that's to okay. see what will happen, kind of like a president against no, the it's always or something good. like that. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, no, it's, it's always good to have your cabinet around you uh, that doesn't agree with you. I, I, I think that's why uh, uh, something should be produced. It's also a way a politician should act. Abraham Lincoln acted that way. He always had he had his entire cabinet were not made of, of people that were like, yes, sir. Yeah, that sounds great, sir. No, they were like, look, dude, no, we disagree. So, you know, that I don't know if they called the president dude, but they, you know, they were like, look, sir, you know, we don't agree with this. And they would argue stuff out. Um, and and it, it always creates a checks and balances. Because there's always going to be somebody that turns to you and is like, oh, no, 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 we need to balance this out. You know, this this side is not getting what they need to get or even close to it. So, you know, they're giving up way too much. Uh, you know, it, it, it depends on which side that you're talking about and whatever particular step that you're trying to negotiate at the time with whatever contract they're trying to negotiate. So it's always good to have people around you uh, that don't agree with what that don't 100% agree with what you're doing. Right. No, very, very true. Very true. All right. Um, well, there that's is a it sad note. So Valerie, Valerie Harper died over the past. Yes. We didn't, we didn't talk about that, but um, I just wanted to, want to say after, you know, after a, a fight, um, although everybody that is, you know, uh, that is dying is fighting. I was happy to, to see she reached her 80th birthday two weeks ago. Like a week She and a half did she reach her 80th birthday. Old, so I yeah. was happy for that. Um, cause yeah. We knew it was coming, unfortunately, but uh, yeah. yeah. Sad to see her. Yeah, go, it was very but, sad. I've got uh, a lot of friends. I've got a lot of friends that were not only on the show with her, um, but uh, uh, knew her, and um, I, you know, I, I or on shows, multiple shows with her, uh, and I just, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm feeling really bad for them at, at this point. I, I'm feeling bad for everybody. She was a talent. She's definitely a talent in the entertainment business that will be missed. So, very, very true. All right. Well, that's it. We'll be back the rest of the week. It's a short week for everyone out there. We hope you had a three-day weekend. Uh, Join us every day here at 6 o'clock Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific time, right on Left of Straight Radio Network. We will see you. We're going to play out with, uh, in tribute to Valerie Bertinelli, we're going to do Femme Fatale by Preston Wiggins. Have a great afternoon, everybody. Cool. Bye-bye. Peace.
you around you. 